You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 168 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, Kelly Sharon? Hi, good. How are you? You know what? I am busy AF, but I'm hanging in there. I'm doing well. Good. Lots to do this season. Ooh, lots to do this time of year, for sure. I ordered our Trivia Time holiday cards today for all of our patrons. So if you're like, man, I wish I could receive one of those hot boys in my mailbox. (laughs) It's not too late. Sure isn't. Sign up before the end of the month and uh, you'll have a very cute little card coming your way. Chester may have made an appearance, my little dog. (laughs) Maybe Kelly's baby as well. Buddy. We might all be in snow globes. Who knows? There might be some tater tots. Who knows? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There's always tater tots. Always tater tots tots these sick tots trademark <laughs> for all my swifties you'll recognize that reference you could have been getting down to this sick tots there is a brand new visual round up on our website by the way it features festive family friendly movie posters that have been scrambled up into some funny anagrams it is an extra fun one definitely check that out also Let me just say that a few weeks ago, I was like, wow, I can't give any five-star review shout-outs because five out of the last six have been scathing. So I did a little call to action for our taters to take the time to just uh, shower us with a little bit of love in the form of five-star reviews. And let me just say, you guys came out in droves. It's been an amazing response. It has warmed our hearts. And I'm just going to say, maybe like haters to taters 12 at this point. (laughs) Yeah, the haters got got some points, probably. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're still woven in there, but... Just a few to name. Huge thanks to Owen from Atlanta. So to Janie, Jesse K, Towels 11, the best drawer ever. And there are two reviews that I really sort of focused in on because they definitely represent both sides of the spectrum of like people that are just like all in on our commentary and people that still enjoy the show and are just like, what is up with these liberal wads <laughs> that insist on, you know, interjecting their opinions here and there. But both gave us five-star reviews and I was just like, you know what, this is kind of how it should be. So um, huge thanks to Mickey Middletoe, you're a girl. And then there was this other review from somebody named Turtle that literally said, not a friend of the show, I don't share their values in politics. However, this is the most diverse, challenging, and cleverly written podcast that I have encountered. It takes a big person to be like, hey, I'm not on the same page over here, but I still enjoy their show enough to praise them. You know what I mean? So, Well, a lot of reviews we get are like, love the trivia, hate the people. (laughs) 
which are really mean. (laughs) So I really appreciate Turtle for understanding that we also are behind the trivia, shockingly enough. We produce good content. So even if you don't like us personally, that you can still enjoy the show, a novel concept. Turtle, you are a friend of the show. You are a friend of the show. You just don't know. (laughs) But we digress. We also have quite a few new Patreons to give a shout out to. Um, Some taters that will be receiving some holiday cards. Let's hear for L.S., Lyndon, Miko, and Jeffrey. Lyndon and Miko are an adorable couple. They both hopped on board. I believe that Miko said I was a queer icon, so I'm going with that narrative. Thank you very much. (laughs) Big thanks to all of our supporters. Also, just two more things to mention before we get going. The next episode of Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, our friends trivia show, that is a group episode Kelly and I are actually on. We compete against some other trivia podcasts, and let's just say... Y'all won't be disappointed. We represented. No big deal. It's a fun one. We played under the team name Gay Apparel Donner Party. You do the math. (laughs) How festive of us. Oh, so festive. And speaking of festive, it is definitely the time of year where you're like, what should I get this loved one for a winter holiday? And I've got two ideas. Trivia Time does have a merch store, but also friends of the show Charlie Coast who is a locally owned queer retail company, has really cozy stuff. And if you head over to their website and are interested in purchasing anything, then you can get a 15% discount if you plug in the promo code TRIVIA15. They're my buds, so definitely check them out. Woohoo! All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is peen upon fly. P-E-E-N-U-P-O-N-F-L-Y. And the question that goes with this anagram is, what 2009 Judd Apatow comedy drama starred Adam Sandler as a depressed stand-up comedian turned actor? Moving on to round one. So round number one is our first of many patron dedicated rounds. This one goes out to Kelsey and Matt. Apparently, Matt is a big Star Wars fan. So this round is called May the Force. This is a general knowledge round that either directly or indirectly references elements from the Star Wars franchise. Thank you, Kelsey and Matt. Question number one. With Taiwanese origins, a boba tea has pearls made from what cassava plant-based food product? Question number two. Inspired by a hit from English rock band The Kinks, what comedic musician released the 1985 hit Yoda? Question number three. How many of the Star Wars Skywalker Saga series of nine films, a trilogy of trilogies, were nominated for an Oscar? You must be within one for a point. Question number four. Chewy granola bars are a tasty snack produced by what food company that was founded in 1877? Question number five. 
List one of the last three albums released between 2019 and 2022 by musician Lana Del Rey for a point. Question number six. Due to the mistreatment of multiple actresses, Danish filmmaker Lars von Trier was listed as Persona Non Grata by the Cannes Film Festival. What does Persona Non Grata translate to in English? Question number seven. List one of the two things the amount of gravitational force between two objects depends on for a point. The strength of the force can be calculated based on these two factors. Question number eight. What New York City borough is the site of the landmark skyscraper, the Empire State Building? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, May the Force. Question number one. Boba tea has pearls made from tapioca. How do you feel about this? Big thumbs up for me. Oh, really? I actually just drank one right before signing on. Lots of boba. Yum. You know, I'm pro boba straws because I can drink my cocktails faster. Sure, sure. But the texture, the consistency of boba. I love it. That gelatinous bit. It's kind of. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. For me, it's just snot. Yeah. Well, teach their own. (laughs) (laughs) Question number two. The comedic musician who released the 1985 hit Yoda is Weird Al Yankovic. You know, I know that there's a lot of trivia fans that are also wild about Weird Al. I kind of missed the boat there. I did too. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) For me, it's low-hanging fruit. And and a lot of the time, it's just like kind of offensive. (laughs) You know, like fat instead of bad and stuff. Like, no, thank you, sir. Yeah, I agree. So I did miss Yoda, but I do just want to add that my little dog that is no longer a foster pup is my pup. It's official, Kelly. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has really large ears, and there are two positions, the Yoda and then just like a little bunny. Cute. And I prefer the bunny. Aww. Question number three. Nine of the nine Star Wars Skywalker saga films were nominated for an Oscar, and you had to be within one for a point. So we will accept eight, nine, or ten. <laughs> just the bonus point, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, we revealed that there was only nine. So really just nine or eight. (laughs) Question number four. Chewy granola bars are produced by the food company Quaker. Those are just straight up candy bars. I'm sorry. Straight up. (laughs) I like them, but like, let's be honest. Oh, for sure. S'mores flavor dipped in chocolate. And then my kids will be like, you didn't give us a treat in our lunch. And I was like, this is not a snack. It is a treat, y'all. It's 100% a treat. Mm -hmm. Question number five. You needed to list one of the last three albums released by musician Lana Del Rey for a point, and they are Norman Effing Rockwell, K. 
chemtrails over country clubs, and blue banisters. So her new album, her upcoming album is called Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard? Right? I saw that. Yeah. It is LA based. And I was like, no, I didn't know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I think the tunnel's in Long Beach. I was like, say what? I know. It's cool. Yeah. And I hear that it might reopen. It is. And I had no idea. There's like a hotel renovation that could potentially reopen the tunnel. Hmm. All of that sounds wonderful. It sure does. question number six danish filmmaker lars von trier was listed as persona non grata by the Cannes film festival which translates to person not welcome so he's made some beautiful films but the reports from some of the leading female actors have just been that he's a real abusive guy some of those include bjork because he directed that heart-wrenching film, Dancer in the Dark, as well as Nicole Kidman. Those are not small names, but... High-profile names. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Lars. Can was like, "Mm, we good, boy. Yeah. Question number seven. You needed to list one of the two things the amount of gravitational force between two objects depends on for a point, and they are mass of the object and distance between the two objects. Science. Weird science. (laughs) Wow. Question number eight. The New York City borough that is the site of the Empire State Building is Manhattan. And it's funny because it was the tallest building in our country until I believe it was early 70s is when the Twin Towers were erected. Now I think it's seventh in the country. Yeah, now it's looking awful short. Hey, Shody. (laughs) Moving on to round two. Round number two is called Top of the Shops. Tis the season for consumerism. So bust out those credit cards with this music round consisting of songs with shopping and giving themed titles. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Five. 
six. Seven. Eight. Here are the answers for round two, Top of the Shops. Song number one was Material Girl by Madonna. Song number two was Buy You a Drink, Shorty Stoppin' by T-Pain featuring Kanye West. Song number three was Give It Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Song number four was Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Song number five was Shop Around by The Miracles. Song number six was Shoplifters of the World Unite by The Smiths. Song number seven was Money by Cardi B. And song number eight was Can't Buy Me Love by The Beatles. Kind of a mixed shopping bag for this round, but we've got some we've got some good stuff. Some non-regrettable purchases. <laughs> so Shop Around by The Miracles, great one. We will also accept Smokey Robinson because he fronted The Miracles. And you guys do not have to include Shody Stoppin' by T-Pain <laughs> featuring Kanye West. <laughs> and you only needed T-Pain. Maybe unpopular opinion. That Give It Away song is so obnoxious. <laughs> the lyrics are atrocious. And then the slap bass with that sound of that like doingy, doingy, doing thing that um, like hillbillies play with their mouth on the porch, you know, boing, boing, boing throughout the song. And I'm like, oh, I can't. <laughs> but also originally I thought Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis was annoying. And, I, you know, I wouldn't say they're friends of the show, but uh, that song comes on when I jog and it has grown on me and I'm embarrassed to admit it. But now I like it. Yeah, it's gotta be. And it's like funny. It is kind of funny. I like that one. I'm admitting it. You heard it here first. Buy you a drink. That's a great holiday present for me. Oh, there you go. Bevmo <laughs> gift cards. Come on, taters. <laughs> I work hard on this show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Moving on to round three. So round number three is a funny one. This one is called Nutty Buddies. This goes out to patron Kyleen. 
Kylene requested this round for her father-in-law, who I guess is nuts about squirrels. So whether you consider them friends or foes, get nuts on this round all about squirrels. Thank you, Kylene, and I hope your father-in-law enjoys this round. Question number one. The word squirrel translates to shadow tail in what language? A few other English words that have stemmed from the same language are cemetery and narcissism. Question number two. List one of the two terms used to reference a group of squirrels for a point. Question number three. What is the name of the acorn-hoarding, mischievous squirrel character in the Ice Age animated films? Question number four. What part of a squirrel's body never stops growing? Question number five. Serving until his assassination in 1881, who was the 20th U.S. president, who was reportedly a picky eater, subsisting on only three things, milk, bread, and squirrel soup, the latter of which was his favorite. Question number six. Squirrels are homeotherms, meaning that unlike some other mammals, due to their constant body temperature, they do not what? Question number seven. The viral song, Simp, Squirrels in My Pants, was originally included in an episode of what Disney XD animated show centering on a brother and sister pair? Question number eight. Popular in the 1940s, what is the alliterative name for the male squirrel who became a celebrity in the U.S., touring the country, performing tricks, wearing women's fashions, and selling war bonds? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Nutty Buddies. Question number one. The word squirrel translates to shadow tail in Greek. I kind of love that translation. I know. It's fun. Very descriptive. Would you say that squirrels are your friend or your foe? I would say friend. They're so cute. Now, I love them too. Friend of the show but not friend of my little dog. Oh, Yeah, it's like zero to 60, even with his three legs. <laughs> he gets to him? He gets from right beside me to the end of the retractable leash in like three seconds if he sees a squirrel. And I'm like, Chester! Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. He's on the move. Mm -hmm. And then they just go up the tree and tease him. They go, we're at war. But So friend and foe of my household. Question number two. You needed to list one of the two terms used to reference a group of squirrels for a point, and they are a scurry or a dray. 
That's a tricky one. That almost was our triple tater, except there's an even trickier one later on in this round. But how adorable is a scurry? scurry of squirrels super cute a scurry of squirrels it's real cute i like it it also is fitting the way that squirrels scurry is in a zigzag pattern and it's to dodge predators basically but they quick question number three the name of the main squirrel character in the ice age animated films is scratch I'm just gonna throw this out there i don't love that character design and i don't really like that name. Uh, I do not think I've seen Ice Age. So, Well, I think that there are eight of them. And I think that oh all... Oh, my God. What? Maybe I'm making it up. Eight? Google how many Ice Age films have been released. Because that was just my guess. But I think that all of them have received less than 8% on Rotten Tomatoes as well. <laughs> Rotten Acorns. <laughs> Five. Ah. That's still a lot. Yeah. Maybe I was also counting in the short films. There are short films? This is too much. I had no idea. It is too much. That is true. Question number four. The part of a squirrel's body that never stops growing is the front teeth. Nasty. I'm glad that humans' front teeth do not keep growing. Seriously. You know our nose and ears keep growing. I do. Which is unpleasant. But then if you look at elderly folk, you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, I see it. I see it. I know. <laughs> Question number five. The 20th U.S. president whose favorite food was squirrel soup is James A. Garfield. Sure hope a warm bowl of squirrel soup helped him with his bad case of the Mondays. <laughs> That's a Garfield joke. Did he get it? Garfield two ways. Stupid. This is repulsive. There's also been some presidents that have enjoyed raccoons, I guess. I mean... I think it was Taft that would eat an entire possum in one sitting, which is like, I hate this. Ew. Question number six. Squirrels are homeotherms, meaning they do not hibernate. Whereas I am a homotherm, (laughs) and it means that I do hibernate. (laughs) You. Question number seven. The viral song, Simp, Squirrels in My Pants, was originally included in an episode of... Phineas and Ferb. There's squirrels in my pants. Tell me what's making you jump like that. Again, I don't love the character design, but this show is pretty funny. My kids like it. I've not seen this either. Question number eight. Whoa, Kelly. What was that? Hmm. Sorry, I was just mixing up my cocktail. What do you think it was? Acorns or tapioca? I bet it has a big straw, whatever it is. (laughs) It does have a big straw. It was ice. Sorry about that, guys. (laughs) My quote-unquote cocktail is just vodka mixed with White Claw. (laughs) (laughs) This is how we do it. (sighs) This is how we do it. (laughs) Just kidding. Even though you were mixing that cocktail, I think it might have been something different. Let's ask the mixologist. Oh, yep. You're right. In fact, that was a triple tater, which means if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. The 1940s squirrel celebrity who performed tricks, wore women's fashions, and sold war bonds was Tommy Tucker. Everybody stop what you're doing. Pause the podcast (laughs) or just like put down a little note for after you done and just look up Tommy Tucker's Wikipedia Do yourself a favor. I love it. These photos you've included are fabulous. So many dresses. 
so many scenarios, but also he sold war bonds in drag. Like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm sold. Give me a war bond stat. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Adorable, but also really strange. Super strange. Tommy Tucker, friend of the show. Definitely. Moving on to round four. So round number four is yet another patron dedicated round. This one goes out to Audrey. She expressed that she feels like Kelly and I are her best friends in real life. You know what? The more I get to know you, the more I agree, Audrey. So thank you for that. Audrey's fiance, Jessica, or Jess, is actually an ER nurse. This round goes out to her. It is called, it is called Pills, Pills, Pills. This round is on prescription drugs and the human body. Thank you, Audrey and Jess. Question number one. What popular brand of fast-acting tranquilizer used to treat anxiety was patented in 1971 and is a five-letter palindrome? Question number two. Antifungal medications such as Oxistat, Diflucan, Icosa, or Lamisil are most commonly used to treat what? Question number three. What is the active ingredient in Tylenol? Question number four. Released in 1990, what Nintendo video game featured a familiar character taking on the role of a medical professional while the user arranged pill capsules in a Tetris-like puzzle? Question number five. With over 12 million legal prescriptions in the U.S. and millions more people purchasing the drug off the streets, what is the leading opioid medication that is highly addictive? Question number six. Featuring an inflatable cuff and often paired with a stethoscope, a sphygma manometer measures what? Question number seven. Lean or scissorp is a toxic mix of soda, sometimes candy, and cough syrup containing what opioid used to treat pain, coughing, and diarrhea? Question number eight. With the nicknames Disco Biscuits and Soapers, what sedative brand became a big recreational club drug in the late 1960s and early 1970s and was featured in the film Wolf of Wall Street. This drug was banned in 1984. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, pills, pills, pills. Question number one. The popular brand of fast-acting tranquilizer that is a five-letter palindrome is Xanax. Love a good palindrome, especially that one. <laughs> you know, whenever I really lean into that palindrome, it just results in me saying, wow, these sheets feel so good on my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of the show. 
Within moderation, y'all. For sure. I mean, nothing wrong with little Zanny. Question number two. Antifungal medications such as Oxystat, Diflucan, and Ecoza are commonly used to treat jock itch or yeast infections. Not a friend of the show. Mm, unpleasant. Mm-mm. I'm a pass. <laughs> Question number three. The active ingredient in Tylenol is acetaminophen. Question number four. The Nintendo video game where the user arranged pill capsules in a Tetris-style puzzle is Dr. Mario. I love it so much. It's so beautiful. Like, it's very... It's very graphic, and it's pretty simple, but it's still, you know, it's a good time. It's fun. I like it. Me too. Those little virus guys? Ooh, no thank you. Question number five. With millions of legal and illegal users, the leading highly addictive opioid medication is oxycodone. We will also accept oxycontin. Yeah, this is a huge epidemic. It's a real drag, and it basically is just taking down entire communities. It's a real problem. I believe that the big pharma drug manufacturer was recently like sued for millions of dollars, right? Yeah, Purdue Pharma and the Sackler family recently reached a $6 billion settlement. Billion? Billion with a B. Damn. It's crazy. Well, yeah, but it's a big problem. It's a big problem. They have blood on their hands. Question number six. Featuring an inflatable cuff, a sphygma manometer measures blood pressure. How do you feel when you're getting your blood pressure taken and that cuff starts really hugging your bicep? Nervous? Anxious. So I get a high blood pressure reading. Oh, really? Do you have white coat syndrome? Isn't that like scared of doctors? No. You know, I actually never thought I did until I was pregnant and then it became obvious that I did. Yeah. I like it. It feels like a little hug, like a little squeeze, just like how I like in the dentist chair when I get that weighted x-ray blanket. And I'm just like, you can leave it on, girl. Oh, I do love that x-ray blanket. Oh, it's like a hug. For sure. Let's just keep going with those x-rays. X-rays, friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Help. Question number seven. Lean or scissorp is a toxic mix of soda, sometimes candy, and cough syrup containing codeine. That'll get you. I've never heard of this. What what are kids doing right now? (laughs) Are you serious that you've never heard of scissorp? No. Oh, I guess. Have you never heard a Lil Wayne song? Okay. Not new, Cal. Well... Whatever. I'll pass. Question number eight. The sedative brand popular in the 60s and early 1970s that was featured in the film Wolf of Wall Street are quaaludes. Can we just stop and appreciate like what a beautiful word quaaludes is? It's very pretty. I also do like the spelling. Aesthetically pleasing all the way around. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What 1962 novel by Ken Kesey became a critically acclaimed 1975 psychological comedy film starring Jack Nicholson? Question number two. 
Invented in New Orleans, what dessert consists of bananas cooked in a sweet sauce and then ignited with alcohol over ice cream? Question number three. Originally led by Natalie Merchant, what alt-rock band released the hits Like the Weather and These Are the Days? Question number four. Often featured on the covers, Alfred E. Newman is the mascot of what American Humor magazine, originally published in 1952? Question number five. Juggalos are fans of what hip-hop duo? Question number six. Also known as divers, Minnesota's state bird is what aquatic bird that is the size of a large duck and known for its black and white feathers and red eyes. Question number seven. Eddie Murphy starred as Sherman Klump in a 1996 remake of what 1963 comedy film of the same name? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The 1962 novel by Ken Kesey that became a critically acclaimed 1975 film is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Question number two. The dessert consisting of bananas cooked in a sweet sauce and then ignited over ice cream is Bananas Foster. Have you had? Yes. Yum. I don't like bananas. Oh, you wouldn't be attracted to this then. No, but a cousin of Bananas Foster, I feel like, is Cherry's Jubilee, which my yes. friend Nicole made for me on my last birthday, which is just cherries lit on fire, doused in alcohol, atop vanilla ice cream. Yeah. It's gluten-free. It was tasty. Big fan of lighting fruit on fire. Yeah, and I just love the word jubilee. Very retro. Very fun. Yeah. Who can't be jubilant when having Cherry's Jubilee? I was jubilant in a hot tub. Woohoo! <laughs> Question number three. The alt-rock band who released the hits Like the Weather and These Are the Days is 10,000 Maniacs. You know, and I think that that's about roughly five more maniacs than actually made up that band. <laughs> I'm joking, but there are a ton of members. They had a really strong MTV Unplugged performance. Oh, really? Worth checking out. Question number four. Alfred E. Newman is the mascot of the American humor magazine, Mad Magazine. Question number five. Juggalos are fans of the hip-hop duo Insane Clown Posse. 
Talk about a devoted fan base. Yikes. Mm, not a fan, but pop quiz, Kelly, what are the two members' names of Insane Clown Posse? I do not know, but I do feel like we've covered it on Trivia Time. We have. So they are Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope. Dumb. <laughs> Very dumb. <laughs> I just really don't get it at all, but whatever. Yeah, I'm fine to not get it, though. Yeah, I'm happy to be left out. Question number six. Also known as Divers, Minnesota state bird, known for its black and white feathers and red eyes, is the loon. As a Minnesotan, would you have got this right? I would have, but there's like loon cafes and stuff, you know. Oh, cute. There's some loon pride. There's a little <laughs> bit of loon pride. Cool, cool. <laughs> I included a picture of the character Becky from Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. And I'm a big fan of her. She's she's pretty nutty. I like it. She's cute. She's super cute. But I'll let you tell our listeners what caption I put down. Becky with the good feathers, of course. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Looking good, Beck. <laughs> Cutie. Cutie. Question number seven. Eddie Murphy starred as Sherman Klump in a 1996 remake of The Nutty Professor. More nutty buddies, I guess. (laughs) Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Bananas foster. 10,000 maniacs. Mad. Insane clown posse. The Loon. And The Nutty Professor. And all of those answers include slang terms for crazy. Does that make me crazy? Whoa, totally wild. Wacky do. I'm feeling a little zany today. Wacky. (laughs) (laughs) Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was peen upon fly. Zip. Woo. Yow. Talk about nutty. (laughs) Stupid. And the question that went with this anagram was, what 2009 Judd Apatow comedy drama starred Adam Sandler as a depressed stand-up comedian turned actor? And the answer is, funny people. Peen upon fly scrambles up to be funny people. So I did not see this movie, but I do know that Leslie Mann was in it. And I just want to say that she is one of the better comedic actresses of our generation. I think she's brilliant and she couldn't be cuter if she tried. But, you know, of course, she's like paired up as romantic interests with like Adam Sandler. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you wish. (laughs) But she's lovely. So I'm almost tempted to see this movie. I think Jonah Hill was in it as well. I also missed this one, but oh, well. Yeah. Guess what, Kelly? What? Next week is our winter holiday special episode fun we will be presenting a bonus round be giving a lot of shout outs having a gay old festive time and it should be a blast let's do it i'm excited me too good job this week though looking forward to it and we will talk to everybody next week thanks so much for your ongoing listens and support just wishing everybody patience this time of year a (laughs) lot going on y'all for sure Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. 
If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout-out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements. And if you find yourself in Southern California and want to catch one of our weekly live quizzes, join us on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. in Long Beach at Beach Garden Social House. This week's background and answer break music was The Beat of Nature by Alexi. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters. taters. Sphigmamanometer. 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 Okay, I don't know how to say this word. Sphigmamanometer. Should I Google it? Yeah. No, it's Sphig. 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 Mamanometer. Sphigmamanometer. Mamanometer. Sphig. Sphigmamanometer. Yeah. Like that. Sphigmamanometer. Get it. Sphigmamanometer. Okay. She's a manometer. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Sphigmamanometer. Okay.